Welcome back to the PNTT podcast. I'm here with Coach Hawbaker of the Oakland, and we're here to do the Raymond and Henley groups. First off, we have Nashville Syrup, coached by Coach V. They start the season off ranked number 22. What do you see about this team, Coach? Yeah, first off, congrats to Coach V on the title. That's exciting. Loses a couple seniors from last year in Raymond Johnson and Remington Dobbins. Uh, Dobbins didn't do too much. I mean, he was solid down low for him, but Raymond Johnson kind of being the point guard shooting guard that he would swap, uh, you know, scored 18 a game, had 16 game score, uh, three and a half rebounds to assists and was uh, good defensively. And so it's going to have to make that up, um, this year, bringing in John Harrison, um, and then Harry brush along with Paul Williams. So, uh, Harrison and brush more, you know, beer guys, six, seven, small forward ish. Um, so we'll see how they play, but he's really going to have to rely, uh, I think pretty heavily on, uh, Windsor from last year, who's his leading scorer. And again, I'm curious to see how he's going to make this lineup work, uh, given that he lost, uh, Raymond and, and Domins as well. What do you think? Yeah, I like this team. I think, I don't think they'll win a title again. I think that losing Johnson and Dobbins will be hard to replace. Honestly, I'm surprised their freshman class is rated as highly as it is. The Mags must really like Williams. But 6-1 power forward with those stats, that is pretty good. I mean, you don't see a lot of guys playing like that in high school. But I would guess Williams probably bumps up. Maybe point guard, Windsor plays shooting guard because of Williams' size. The question then will be, who does he put at power forward? But he has two options on his bench between Keene and Wells. And, I mean... He actually has a couple of options if you go up and look at his other players. I uh, had a really mm-hmm. big bench last year, and yep. I don't know how good Russell is. I guess he probably isn't great if he didn't play at all last year, but who knows? Yeah, I think he has options, and he should be a solid team again. Yeah, if there's one thing we know, if you look at the last five years of Coach V's program, he has got the number one uh, record. Uh, 94 and 26 over the last five years so he's shown that he's able to kind of make the lineup work and I'm sure he'll be competitive once again especially in conference 15 uh, the gala that they go through but excited to see what he does with this lineup yeah it'll be interesting to see uh Mm -hmm. next up we have Clearwater anything you see about this team yeah so Clearwater let's see here last year they had the 68-60 class and they bring in the 27-46 class so an improvement, uh, missed out on the NTT last year. So I think they'll be, um, you know, after it to get, to get back in there. They've got, um, one senior from their starting lineup last year that, that left Ethan Gifford, who is their small forward average 18 a game. Um, and so replacing him in the lineup, you're going to be looking at right now. He's got, uh, Ty Grice. I'm not sure if that's accurate. Six ten, being a small forward, but, Freshman coming in, Trevor Kimbrough. Um, curious to see if he's able to put up similar numbers that he did in high school at small forward. Obviously, he won't be playing small forward at 6'3", but average 15 a game uh, was a pretty solid player. So how about you? Yeah, I like his team and I like his class, but I don't know how well any of them would fit in at small forward because they're all kind of small. It'll be interesting mm-hmm. to see what he does there. Yeah. Maybe bump someone from the bench up, but nobody on the bench really stands out to me. As I mean, no, if you look, yeah, 
Well, I mean, last year his bench was small too. He had a six-two uh, player playing backup small forward. Um, yeah. So a little bit of size issues there, but we'll see if he's able to to make something work. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I think the game between Clearwater and Nashville will probably mean a lot there. Um, the last game of this tournament. Yep. Um, ready to move on to Rochester? Yeah. Rochester, I barely know her. <laughs> so kind of a creative name there. But as we look at his team from last year, uh, he graduated the 73-82 class and brought in the 120-164 class. So slight downturn uh, as far as recruiting goes. Last year finished number two, the runner-up in the PTT. Uh, would like to get back to the NTT this year. Losing uh, a couple starters last year, Philip Hatton and Rodrigo Williams, uh, both his top scorers actually at the one and the two position, both six four. To replace those, um, I mean, he's going to have to be looking at some of his uh, younger guys. He still has his three seniors from last year. Uh, I guess now they're seniors this year. We started for him last year in Quincy Williams, Chase Stanley, and Ryan Thompson. Not overly productive, Stanley being the best out of those three. Um, but it'll be interesting to see if he can utilize some of his bench and shake things up. Yeah, this is a team that I think was not not going to be able to compete with the last two teams we looked at. Um, no. I think they're, they have the one freshman, Peden, who looks like he's solid. But losing two guards, I don't see – Peden will take one of those spots, but I don't see anyone else really who – would make sense for me to step right in and be a star there. So I think he's going to take a step back from last season and probably won't be in contention in this group. No, I would, I would agree with that. It's going to be up to that senior class to really carry him. It's his 1939 class. So see if his uh, yeah team can rebound after losing those two starters. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see up next. We have the Houston lying squirrels. Um, they graduate the fifty. Uh, had that wrong in my notes. They graduate the two hundred ninety eight class. Huge difference mm-hmm. there. Big star yep. in that class, and they bring in the one seventy nine, one ninety nine class. So definitely got worse. Yeah, you mentioned that huge star in their senior class as Devonte Clark averaged twenty two a game for them last year. Uh, was his best player on the team at shooting guard. So it'll be interesting to see uh, who's going to replace him. Let's see what freshman he brought in. All small guys um, with Western, Newman, and Courtney. So uh, it's encouraging to see that he's got somewhat of a replacement. But out of those guys, it's got to be probably Western uh, with the best chance. But not too exciting of a class based on the ranking. Yeah. Um, He does have some pieces. So look at his bigs and his point guard who had good seasons last year. He'd had a couple of pieces on the bench that contributed. Oh, he could yeah. be, yeah, this could be an, probably a still definitely a step behind the top two teams, but still a interesting team that could maybe make some noise with a peanut claws. Yeah. And cheese and claws. John, <laughs> John Marquez, uh, ironically was a 10, 10 tie that he had won. Uh, a couple of seasons ago. So we'll see if he can live up to uh, that, that crazy amount of attention that he received coming out of high school. Yeah. I would put Marcus at center, but we'll see what he does. Yeah. Both 
you got a problem there with both six ten guys, but I think you can play around him. And it, it's looking like that John Marquez would be a better scoring outlet for you as well. So depending on the matchup, you might be able to move those guys around. Yeah. Um, which which team are you taking in this group? I'm assuming it'll be either Nashville or Clearwater, but which one do you see yeah. coming out on top? Yeah, I think Nashville still has the advantage here. Yes, you're going to lose Johnson and, and Dobbins, but you know the class that you're bringing in is is pretty comparable. Um, and so I think you'll be able to to run enough scrims to figure out which team or which players are going to play the best together. I think it'll be close though with Clearwater. Um, I don't think it's just going to be easy for Nashville to to move on. But um, my my vote would be uh, Nashville. How about you? Yeah, I'm going to fish pick Nashville as well, but I do think Clearwater will get to that four win plus 20 line. So I think this group will send two to the playoffs. I agree. Um, Ready for the next group? Yeah, sounds great. All right, up next we have the Hendley group, which is named after the Rockford Files senior from last year, Samuel Hendley, which interestingly enough, he – had a per 30 game score of 21.6, but he played on the bench behind their star point guard, Douglas Champion. What do you see about this team? Yeah, that's tough for Henley. Uh, obviously, he would probably transfer in real life, but is <laughs> stuck behind the the stud point guard of, of Champion. Um, looking you know, at last year, he's not losing any of his starters. Um, and so you've got Champion, who averaged 26 a game, which is insane. And then you've also got Trevor Jackson, the seven footer, um, averaging two and a half blocks from the power forward position, 22 a game, 10 rebounds, just an absolute monster. Bryce Cheatham uh, is almost four blocks a game and over 10 boards a game. So definitely evenly balanced uh, with small forward kind of being his weak point, but really not even weak. So I, I like this team a lot. Yeah, and he brought in a couple options for that small forward position to be one of them will be able to play a little better. This is yeah. a team that I I could see them being able to go all the way in the NTT and maybe bring home a championship. I would agree. This is the year to maximize that 1-1 class now that they're seniors, and I'm excited to see what he does. Hopefully, I don't have to play him anytime. But, um, yeah, definitely set up for success. And we mentioned earlier, Coach V's got the – number one uh, record in the past five years. Well, Rockford's right behind him in two. So both guys know what they're doing. Yeah, up next, we have the Austin Blue Hawks, and they start the season off coach off ranked 117. What do you see about this team? Interesting. They graduate the 101-133 class and bring in the 103-98 class. So really very similar as far as class goes. Uh, ironically, last year, based on the one-on-one class that he had, he was starting two of his seniors. Um, so he's losing both of those guys uh, in the guard position. Looking at what he brought in, um, looking at Tyler or Taylor Simmons or Sims, excuse me, uh, Ryan Whitaker, who I know was heavily recruited, and then Tristan Bowman. Out of those three guys, um, to replace his two starters. It's got to be Bowman, maybe, um, but he's going to have to rely on some of his bench to to make up the scoring. Yeah, this is definitely a team that I think is better than their ranking at 117, but I don't think they'll be good enough to knock off Rockford. 
No, I mean, Rockford's uh, clearly in another league of its own compared to, to Austin, for sure. Yeah, they do have one thing going for them. They have, of the teams I looked at, they have the lowest average ranking of the teams they're playing against. So this is definitely a team that could get to those four wins. Mm-hmm. Up next, we have the Mesa Sunruns. Did I pronounce that right? Uh, I think maybe it's the Mesa Sonorans, Sonar. Okay. I don't, I'm going for the sun, I think is what, is what he's uh, going for there. But either way, it's Iowa Bankers, the coach. Uh, he's been a staple, I feel like. Always see him in the tournament making deep runs. Another guy who uh, is pretty confident in what he's doing after a tough freshman class last year of 251, 250, brings in the 82, 88 class, but graduated the 830 class. Out of those seniors that he lost, uh, two of them were starters in Simpson and Elrod. Simpson uh, was his leading scorer at 21 and a half, uh, so looking to replace some of that scoring. And then Elrod um, did, did a lot of nice things, rebounded, passed, um, played good defense as well. So looking at the freshman that he brought in, Duggar, um, along with Woodard and uh, Morris to to kind of replace those guards and small forward that he had. What are the what out of those three guys do you like? Yeah, I think if you look at them, they're a little bit undersized. If you are thinking of Woodard maybe being the best out of the three and probably not being able to play shooting guard or Sorry, I'm getting thrown off a little bit by the positions on that they show on last year. There, there is no yeah. shooting guard, and their positions it just goes point guard, small forward, power forward, center, and backup point guard because must have rotated a lot of people. So maybe he can put somebody who he rotated back in there. But you're going to be a little small. If you're putting those freshmen in at small forward or power forward. Probably the more likely option is that he'll pull somebody off the bench into those spots. Yep, I would agree. I think uh, Spencer Christian is going to be moving up from the bench. Um, he was the backup small forward last year. And then it'll be interesting to see if he plays Charles Lindsay at all. Um, but yeah, I agree. A little bit undersized, but I think, oh, sorry, thanks, Thomas. We're running out of time here, but I think Woodard is a nice player if you can find a spot for him. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see if he can put it together and win some games. Mm-hmm. Up next, we have the St. Martinville Bottle Caps. They graduate the 114-143 class and bring in the 155-142 class. What do you like about this team? Yeah, he kind of had a three-headed monster last year uh, with uh, Gage Westcott, Keandre Goodson, and Aiden Beeson. Um, unfortunately, two out of those three were seniors, so Westcott and Beeson, his shooting guard and center, are both gone. So it'll be interesting to see how he's going to replace that. Adam Hall, his uh, point guard, is averaging almost 10 assists a game, which is insane. Um, so he's definitely going to need someone to pass the ball to Looking at some of the freshmen that he bought in, brought in Gordon Malloy and uh, Passy. I'm not seeing anyone that's really going to step in there at the center. Uh, maybe Passy to kind of help fill that void. So he's going to have to turn to the bench. I would say. What do you think? Yeah, this is a team that's going to most likely be pretty undersized. Maybe he can move Goodson or Belvin down to center to 
help with that a little bit, but they don't have quite enough height, I would say. Um, I think Malloy, just if you look at him as a 6'4 power forward in high school, it'll be interesting to see how that translates to, I would assume, that he might play a shooting guard, take Westcott's spot. So it'll be interesting mm-hmm. to see how he plays there. Yeah, definitely. I think it's going to be a tough road for St. Martinville, but um, you never know. It's a tournament, right? Things can get crazy. The hidden attributes can come out, so we'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, For this group, I'm assuming we are both picking Rockford to win. (laughs) Yeah, I think Rockford kind of drew the easy straw here. Nothing against any of the other teams. I think Mesa will will put up a fight, but um, Rockford looks pretty strong here. Yeah, I think they definitely – Got a favorable draw in this tournament. No offense to the other teams. Yeah. Um, I believe that'll be it for this podcast. We'll be back later this afternoon to record another one for two more groups. As always, thank you for listening and come listen to us again soon. Thanks, guys.